<laughs> All right, we're working in three, two, one. Welcome back to the Two Dumb Vets podcast. This is episode two. We are recording on Saturday, the 29th of February, because I think it's a leap year or something like that. But um, recording on the 29th of February from our home office slash warehouse in Orange County, California. Actually uh, recording this time. Yeah. Yeah. David's. David's gone very high-tech with iPhones this time, as last time his quite expensive camera ran out of memory card space. You know, those common things that you would normally look at to ensure that everything was good. But we're back. We kind of wanted to do a recap today of the trade show we did in Las Vegas, what we learned, what we took away from it. Uh, kind of some successes of it, and then talk about traveling and training. I think that that's one thing that, you know, is, is good for us to discuss and kind of making things go right so you can still travel or still train while you're on the road or at trade shows or trying to grow your company, whatever that, or just grow yourself, whatever. That is true. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and we're going to go ahead and kick this thing off with David's going to... Tell you his takeaways from the trade show, what he felt like we did well, what we felt like we could do better. And without any further ado, David Tobios prefers to be called Dave, though. None of those are true. Um, but yeah, so the trade show was what? Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, Wednesday. So Wednesday, Tuesday Thursday. Was set up. Wednesday, Thursday, we got there Tuesday, set up within a minute because we had these pop-ups that were legit. Um, so we get there, was it Wednesday morning around 9.15, right? It was like 9. Yeah, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Um, get there, set up uh, the rest of the stuff we had to set up, just computers, iPad stuff. Um, we get there, 10 o'clock comes around when it opens. Not a lot of foot traffic, but like the, one of the things that Dan and I like discussed, uh, we do expos for shogun sports and it's like like we do uh fitness expos and so it's like it was completely different you know fitness expos are just super like there's it's crowds and it's like super crazy but everybody at the expo wanted to have a conversation you know so it was just a little bit more interaction even though it wasn't as busy as our fitness expos that we go to but uh yeah everybody wanted to know the business and uh see if we could uh link up with them we got a bunch of business cards uh, a bunch of potential uh, clients and so it was just uh it's kind of cool you know the first day was like super busy very busy um and then uh the second day on the expo was a little bit less crowded but i think we got a lot of good potentials you know um but no it was just a, a learning experience it was one of our first expos for the uh for shield works for the logistics company and uh, there's a lot of learning, you know, a lot of potential of growth of how big we will get in the near future. We'll get in the near future. Um, we went to a mixer that Wednesday night, and Dave wanted to leave within five minutes of being there. He's like, I don't want to drink with these fuckers. Um, but we stayed. <laughs> we stayed and talked to, uh, talked to a few, and it was just, like, pretty cool, pretty interesting, you know. And then... Uh, the music was loud. The food was crap. Yeah. Um, 
the only thing they had to drink was like Jim Beam or wine. And yeah, it was just very basic, <clears throat> free alcohol, free food, but it was very cheap. Um, yeah, and so it was just like it's a very long two days, but like it left us leaving like super pumped about the next the, the future of uh, our company and where we're going. As you can tell in David's voice, super pumped. Super pumped. So excited. Uh, but yeah, yeah, nothing really too other interesting other than that for. Yeah, I think I think that I had I had a lot of takeaways from the show. First and foremost is planning. You know, when planning for a show, do it way ahead of time. You know, really don't don't wait to the last minute if you can. Like we've done for a few shows now, we're still learning. Every single uh, one. Every single one, you you take away something new. Like this this show, we I um <clears throat> did not get our informational packets printed the pdf of what we do as a company printed yeah. beforehand and we ended up paying roughly about 70 percent over what we normally pay to get something like that printed okay. we had to do that the day the day before there uh just because busyness but um on onto the show what did what did i take away so three years back I started working with my business partner, Nick, on Shogun Sports. And as soon as I really started to understand China, let's say, I don't know, six months into that relationship, I saw a hole. I saw a gap and I saw something that wasn't being serviced because of what we offer and what we have the capability of doing, which is sourcing, prototyping, logistics, and, you know, QC and all that fun stuff. And... I thought it could be big. And then we do our first trade show, the White Label Show in Vegas, which was the one we're talking about. And you know, I it was exciting and refreshing to see that everything I've been pitching to my business partner and and have decided to start here was a good move in the right direction. You know, we had quite a few people talk to us that were looking for a full suite service and not two different companies that they had to work with. And so due to the fact that we can facilitate that, I, it was great. Um, day one, like you said, was busy. It was a lot of individuals that were interested in the service that we do. And, you know, just a takeaway from that is anyone that I talk to that has the capability of providing a service that they can do on their own, I talk to them about that. You know, my... My dad came in town with my brother because it was a white label show and they do little stuff on Amazon as like a little side game. And he kept talking to me about products and I was like, no service, no service, focus on service. Um, and I just, you, you, you see a genuine value and difference between a product and a service. Products go in and out, services kind of stay steady. But <clears throat> day one was good, got to got to really see how we could help a lot of companies out. That was that was really cool takeaway for me. You know, I started this to be able to help people and I'm able to do that. Um, we we have some great opportunities, some exciting ones that you know, you'll as you are going through your day-to-day -day in your business, you might have a client you really enjoy helping. You might have a person on your team that you just love helping and because it's kind of cool what they're doing. And we had a, a lot of cool, a lot of lot of those as well from the show. Uh, day one's always busier, and so I, 
I can't preach enough how important it is to be on your game day one and really do as much as you can day one because day two usually slows down, statistically speaking. Um, but yeah, to, the takeaway was pick and choose your pick and choose your trade shows based on the industries that you're going after. You know, uh, this trade show just for the booth, I want to say it was five grand, five grand or fifty five hundred. When you look at getting out there, getting everything put together for the trade show, getting a place for us to stay, um, it's it's not it's never cheap, but I I don't have any doubts about us recouping what we spent on the trade show from the opportunities that we have. So it was it was very much so worth it as far as the opportunity because we provide such a you know a stellar stellar service um, and you know I'm gonna kind of use that as my segue into when traveling how to kind of push yourself to get a little bit of a workout in get a little bit of some put some training time in and you know when you travel it's especially to vegas and david knows that i made a dumbass decision this this trip um vegas is a really fun place to eat i don't know if you guys have ever gone to vegas but amazing food amazing pastries uh, amazing desserts i have a terrible sweet tooth i could eat candy all day long uh david's the same i watched him pull us off a five pound bag of cinnamon bears in a week it was quite impressive but i decided to go into the carnivore diet day one we were there listened to a podcast uh that mark bell did and then followed that up with another podcast from joe rogan where he spoke about it a little clip from the podcast and then followed it up with the podcast that joe rogan did with dr baker that spoke about the carnivore diet and you know, we're, we do a lot. We work a shitload. We try and train as much as we can. And we have a lot of events that we want to do this year. And training while you travel due to the fact that we know we both have to travel quite a bit is something that is sometimes difficult. Sometimes you have a shit gym downstairs in your hotel. And, you know, uh, I'm going to kind of let David talk about it because he does have the most extensive training background but let him talk to you guys in regards to things that he he does when he's on the road to make sure that he's training and you know not not getting more frumpy but i mean david what are the what are the kind of the successful actions that you put in place for yourself when you're traveling trying to make sure that you're training uh basically just uh as soon as you get there you need to like find out where the gym is where it's located what's inside it so you can either go down there or do a walk around and see what you can do part of your program if you're following a program um if not if you're not feeling it like we started doing before we train just run a little bit you know it's all that traveling that you're doing is just not it's just not good like we sat in the car for what five hours six hours plus and mm -hmm. so it's like you just got to get your body moving again um you're not going to have the greatest workout sessions you're not going to set prs you're not going to set uh um, world records, you know, it's just, just, you're not, you're going to be either coming off a plane or driving so much that you're just going to be tired. 
as long as you get something simple and just clean up your diet um, while you're out there um, just like he started the the uh, carnivore diet it's something that you can implement you know I try to just eat one time a day when I'm going out and uh, doing things it's just easier for like you could just eat whatever you want just eat once you know and that meal is usually gonna be higher in calories because it's just the stuff that they put in it to make it taste so good um like that holstein's burger and truffle fries i like salivated over watching you eat as i was eating a hamburger patty with some bacon on the top it was delicious but yeah just uh <clears throat> like you don't have to um not like you don't have to be on a diet you don't have to be dumb and do a carnivore diet like dane just did but it's like something that Oh, perfect. A little side note. I've been trying to work while we're talking on our thing, and our orders have cleared our system, so that's a good news. Yeah, uh, a new system that we've been implementing for the past month and a half, month and a half two is, months. is pumping, which is great. Yeah, all right. So, um, yeah, just with uh, just be smart, you know. Don't eat the dessert. Stay, stay away from that. Eat your food. You get a good carb. Get a good get a good protein source like Dane's doing. He's just doing all meat, so like, you can have at it. Dan was asking me the first day he was on. I was like, "Why am I just so hungry? And why am I not going to the bathroom at all?" Like Joe I was Rogan, starving all Joe, day. Joe, Joe Rogan would be like, "Oh, I have the squirts, and I don't, I can't even go to the bathroom." I was like, "Dude, you're not eating enough. Like, you're so hungry because you had one patty. You used to have a patty, uh, condiments, and a full bun on it. You know, with fries. So yeah. Like, so your body's used to eating all that extra calories that you basically stop. So." He adjusted like what the second day, third day. Yeah, second day kind of got more in the grooves. The third day a little bit more. Yeah, and so yeah, that's what I, I like to do on on busy travel days. It's like you're already busy as it is. Like like I try not to worry about a diet, but I just try not to eat like an asshole. Um, yeah. No snacks. I stay away from snacks. It's just you're just so busy and just you're gonna have snacks there. You're just gonna eat them. So. Yeah, I think that like when it comes to snacks for me, I think snacks are important. Uh, for the trade show because uh, we all have body rudiments uh, a lot of us out there when we get hungry we get hangry and if you're trying to have a pleasant up you know pleasant conversation with someone and you're hangry or someone you're at a trade show people ask all kinds of questions some are very intelligent questions some are very stupid questions like this last trade show I swear I met the banana bread guy guy walks into our booth and he's like man i just i just followed the vibrations in here you know and i'm really focused on like what colors indicate to people and you know i just like doing the right thing because then good things happen like someone bringing banana bread to work bro and that was basically (laughs) it's like someone like that if your rudiments like your body rudiments are out could you can be like dude i don't want to talk to you at all right now bro so one of my successful actions is I always go to Trader Joe's before I go to trade shows. Um, they have a lot of snacks there that are healthier. You know, I, I, as David said, I basically just brought meats to the show. I got some sandwich meat and stuff like that and just kept it a little cooler. Um, but, you know, that was one of the things I did. I think that bringing snacks to the show are good, but I think that it should be a conscious effort. You know, like you should make some educated decisions or smart decisions in regards to the snacks that you're bringing um you know as much as i'd love to just eat chips and buffalo dip all day long because i could smash that shit um i don't think it's always the best like a little bit of meat maybe some cheese like something kind of clean you know a a bag of nuts uh 
would be good because it's very easy going to a trade show like oh i gotta run out front or run to the little food court that's in the convention hall and it's like what do you have oh you've got a cheeseburger and then a bag of chips and some fries so it's easy to it's easy to kind of get off that and then what what i do when i travel is always just find the gym what what i took away from it is and what i've learned is that when i go travel unless I'm traveling to a place I'm staying for a couple days to where I can find a gym that I go to normally and that fits in my schedule, I kind of avoid my programming. Not avoid it, but kind of just put it on pause, I guess you'd say. Like I go in, I see the equipment that I have and I can kind of just mock up, hey, I'm going to do a full body, more high intense workout. I'm going to get a 45 minute session in and then I'm going to try and run and put some, put some miles down just to keep my body moving because... On the days where we trained beforehand, we could we noticed a difference in our attitude, our energy level, all that stuff. But, you know, we traveling and working out, traveling and everything else is something or traveling for work is something that you just kinda get better at as you go and you just try not to deviate from your standard routine too much if you can. You know, one thing that David and I if we don't train in the morning, it's very hard for us to get training. So it's like, that was the one thing is like, Hey, let's try and get up early enough to where we can go get a session in before we go to the, before we go to the trade show. Um, and then we're going to kind of segue this into talking about this carnivore diet. I've decided to do it because some people that I follow and I respect have tried it and seen success. I'll be the first to admit that uh, when I got back from my last trip from China four and a half months, four months ago, right? Four months ago, roughly, my last trip to China. I think so, yeah. Um, when I got back, I was the heaviest I've ever been in my life. I got back, I weighed 225. Um, thick. I was, uh, by definition, a thick boy. And... I had slowly cleaned everything up, lost, got back down to like 215, but it's still 20 pounds from where I really want to be, where I feel healthy. We all know that doing pull-ups at 225 is a lot harder than doing pull-ups at 195. Running 10 miles is a lot more difficult if there's that extra 20 pounds. So I had struggled with going paleo, going keto, everything else, and just because there's got to make sure you eat this, got to make sure you don't eat this, got to make sure you eat this, got to make sure you don't eat this, rather than eat meat, don't eat shit else, and make sure you're getting enough. You know, a lot of the doctors that I listen to say at least two pounds a day. So two pounds of meat a day. It's, it's simple. What is it? Ground beef. Okay, good. Steaks. Okay, good. If you want to do chicken, do a fattier chicken, chicken thighs. You can do fishes. There's a lot of fish out there with good fats. Um, but... You know, it's like that, that was, I, I made the decision in Vegas and we were staying at the Aria, which also has one of the, my favorite bakeries down there. Cause they have this Nutella stuffed pastry and it's like crack. So good. But it, I just did it. You know, I've, I'm on day four now. It's, it's a lot easier to do at home, but I went to Vegas and came back seven pounds lighter. I left for Vegas and I weighed myself in before I left at 214, which is something I do before every trip I go on. I weigh myself. And I woke up this morning and weighed 207 before 
letting some stuff come out my body. You know, that morning coffee and uh, that follow-up poop. But, yeah, I was down seven pounds. You know, I'm kind of, I feel great, um, very easy. I haven't had a lot of cravings on it thus far, um, which is awesome. Um, and when I do crave, it's like weird shit. Like, I wanted a Del Taco taco from the original Del Taco in, like, Needles, California. It was, that, that was the only thing I wanted. Stack of cheese, stack of lettuce, some meat in a crunchy shell. And I ended up having two hamburger patties with some bacon. But, you know, it's like, that's been, it's been kind of cool. So, you know, I, I'd always recommend everybody try, try what works for them, you know. Try something. The reason I kind of like this, this uh, carnivore diet is because I'm going to do it for the next 30 days. Um, luckily enough, I'm not traveling too much more this month. But I'll do it for the next 30 days, and then I'll slowly start bringing stuff back into my life, you know, slowly start bringing some vegetables back in and everything else along those lines. But don't torture yourself to do something. Find something that is easy for you. You know, I've watched David go from I'm going to eat one time a day to I'm going to eat just chicken rice to I'm not eating any rice. I'm just doing broccoli and beef to I'm meal prepping at Panda Express. Hell yeah. And, you know, it's like when I when I look at that, it's none of those things were really easy for him to do. When I when I look from like my outside view is find something that's easy for you. Find something that you can stick with, but don't torture yourself. Like if you go to dinner with your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, family, best friend, whatever, and you're at, and you're at Mastro's, Get the goddamn butter cake. That shit is delightful. But, you know, if you can stick to it, stick to it as much as you can and see the difference. I'm kind of, I'll, I'll definitely keep you guys posted as how in regards to how I feel. I know, I feel like shit. Throughout the process. David's David's getting ready to order his Brennan Schaub thick boy hoodie. Yeah. Yeah, I just haven't been motivated lately, to be honest. Uh, we've been so busy. With uh, working, I just let myself uh, gain a few LBs, you know. Um, but slowly, I mean, we have a sprint, sprint triathlon on the 14th of March. And so, yeah, we just got to get refocused, let, uh, let the rush of life calm down and just get back into swing of things. Just get more consistent, you know. Everybody stresses consistency, but it is true. Like, if I have a goal and I just just make time for, it. I used to what leave the office by what three three thirty and go run Huntington Beach for ten to fifteen miles a day, mm-hmm. like two three times a week at least. And uh, I just miss doing that. I miss going out there and running. And so I just need to start refocus and get back into it. Um, with regards to working out, with my injuries put me into a uh, slump of uh, fitness and we just revamped our uh, our workouts so maybe throwing a little bit more functional fitness a little bit more crossfit like movements into it but yeah just get get excited about fitness again man i just went from 190 last year or one oh, not 190, 197 or something like that from last year and now i'm two woke up 207 this morning and so that 10 pounds you can actually feel it when you're running you can feel it when you're just walking around now. 
And so, just been in a slump, and it's time to get out of it. Yeah, I mean, what if, what, like, in regards to everything, like, what is your, what do you see with balance? Because, dude, if you want to grow something, it takes time. That's everything. If you yeah. want to become more fit, that shit takes time. It takes energy. If you want to grow a company, it takes more time than being fit. Let's just call a spade a spade. It really does. It's like we're putting in 12-hour days minimum right now, and it's it's Saturday, and we'll be at the office until we're done getting shit done. But, like, what are you, you going to put in place for yourself to kind of make sure you do that? Are you, is it a morning training thing? Is it meal prepping? Is it what, what are you going to do for you? Uh, basically what I need is just, uh, gotta have the food, you know? Like, I think that's priority, like, with, with anything, it's like, you gotta take the time and go at least have a meal prep service or go grocery store, uh, to the grocery store two, three times a week, you know? If you have the food and just consistent at eating, um, that can get you, like, it's, what is it, what they say, it's like 90% your diet and then the rest, like... Yeah, it's like an 80-20 rule. 80% 80% the kitchen, 20% the gym. Yeah, and so it's just like, if I can get that going to where I'm actually... Because I used to just eat whatever, you know? You used to see me. I used to fucking crush food because I was running 10 to 15 miles a day. Yeah, you were running at a capacity to where your body could just take in anything. You're like, you're going to eat that? I was like, dude, I just ran 15 miles. Yes, I'm going to eat this. (laughs) All of it, and you're not getting one bite. Yeah, and it was just... uh, it got easy to eat like that when I stopped, you know, like whenever you run a marathon or something like long endurance, uh, your, your body takes a while to recover. So I kept getting used to this recovering and then not really getting back into revamping my training again. I used to just take a week off and be okay with taking two and then running <laughs> once a week and running twice a week. And it's like, no, nope, I need to just take that week off and start a program again, start training for something, you know? And so I think that's what I need to focus on is just make sure I have the food I need to not go to McDonald's or wherever I go, Panda. Panda, Panda, Panda. And then uh, just having a program and actually sticking to it. It's like... So walk us walk us through this Monday, this week. Okay, so... You're going to try and train every, every day this... Or train every morning this week? Um. So, yeah, so starting... Probably today I'll, I'll go to the grocery store after this, um, pick up some quick food. Um, I'm not doing the carnivore. What's, what's quick food to you? What are you thinking? Uh, like chicken. Like I've been telling you, you know, chicken's been filling. Like I've been eating a lot of steak, like a obsessive amount of steak, excessive amount of steak. Um, so I think I'm going to switch it up to chicken this time. Chicken and some veggies and maybe a, like a carb that is easily, easily digestible. Um, but Monday, yeah, I think we need to get back on that morning workouts and at the gym. Yeah. Start those up again and then uh, try to get out of the office or work out in the office around 3 or 4 o'clock, you know. Just get a quick either hit training or uh, bike cardio or something just simple just to keep my body moving. Because to, to, be, to be honest, when I get home, I'm just tired, you know. So I think I just need a refresher to wake up. Um, I always drink coffee when I get home, but it's just like I'm fucking done. Like I don't want to go run, it's, and I'm not really a runner when it's cold. I don't like being fucking freezing when it's. Yeah, I'm gonna put that. I bought him Peloton cleats for the bottom of his super fancy shoes. I'm gonna put them things on. He can go get Peloton upstairs. Yeah, but like with this with this uh, triathlon we're about to do, like I need to swim every day, at least four to eight hundred yards a day, just to 
not die. Um, but yeah, I just need to get back on it. It's mostly like the diet is what will change everything quickly. So that's what I need to reel in. Just the, the diet with with uh, consistency in all aspects, you know. Just like with work, things are starting to get a little overwhelmed. We put in processes to uh, fix it, you know. So it's the same thing we got to do with our lives. It's like we don't have a Monday.com for our personal life. You know, <laughs> wouldn't be a bad move. But. Yeah. <laughs> can we get this basic personal life Monday.com so we can yeah. fucking plan our lives out? But yeah, it's just that that's what's getting me. You know, it's like it's very uh very good that you started a diet and you actually stuck with it even in fucking in Vegas. But it's, I know yeah, the just, amount of times you call me a dumbass. You're like you're just, you're just dumbass, dude. Why are you why are you doing bro. this to yourself? You're stupid, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it's dope. Like. Yeah, I just need to find the, like, the diet that fits me best. I've noticed to lose weight and and have a good level of uh, fitness is just eating once around 12 to 1 o'clock. I'll eat. And then having, like, a dessert. Like, I used to have Halo Top every night. You used to see me eat Halo Top. I used to yeah. buy, like, a dozen Halo Tops when they're on sale and just put them in the freezer and just have one a night. You know, that's my satisfied my sweet tooth. And then have like 30 grams of protein at the end of the night before i went to sleep so it's just something like that i need to start doing again it's like okay halo top's not the greatest thing but it's hey it's, at least it's, uh, it's consistent so that's what i need again just like one good meal at lunch um just to push me over and keep me going and then just a little relaxing halo top at night and just yeah keep it consistent every day and then just start working out more you know yeah, I mean, when when you talk about all this stuff, I see balance. You know, it's like that's what I see. Like when I see like everything that we're talking about, I see balance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like us implementing a schedule because just like you have a schedule for work, I think we both have a schedule for life as well. You yeah. know, our <clears throat> three months ago, if I wanted to talk to you about work at eight o'clock at night, you were like, "Bro, it's eight o'clock at night," and now now you're like, "Dane, it's nine thirty. We need to talk about this." Or, hey, Dane, it's 930. I've got five interview questions I want to run you through for the next hour and a half, two hours, so that when we do this marketing video, it's on point. And so I think that, you know, when you look at balance, it's like that changes. Obviously, playing a game, winning, and creating is incredible. You know, there's I, I read something once that said production is the basis of morale. And, you know, it really got me thinking, like, looking back at the times of my life where I was super productive or I had a task that I really wanted to get done and I noticed that I was just happier after I got it done because I accomplished something, you know? Yeah. And when when I look at that, when I look at that, I look at that and I try and think of balance, you know? It's like when you finish a workout in the morning, whether it's a Peloton class, whether it's a run outside, whether it's a CrossFit class, whether you went and did hot yoga, Pilates, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. You, you do a workout in the morning, you feel better. But for if you're trying to build your own game, the easiest thing to do is say no. Like, hey, I got to do this. And so if you work like David and I do, train in the morning. It It's do it at a gradient. Wake up, run two miles one morning. Wake up an extra half hour early. And then you'll get to the point to where you're like David and I to where we get to the office between 8.30 to 10, depending on the day, to be honest. And we get to the office 8.30 to 10, somewhere in there. And some mornings we're up at 5.30 on the way to the gym. Some mornings we're up at 5. Some mornings we wake up at 6. And I look at him and I'm like, dude, 
I need 15 minutes to have a cup of coffee and kind of wake my body up. But yeah. so I kind of just find that balance, like what, what it, we've learned. Don't get it uh, confused. We get up at like 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock and check emails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as we're drinking coffee, my laptop's open. So we're not. it's not like we're not working at, at Oh, eight, yeah. I wasn't trying to say that. But. To 9.30. But, yeah. Oh, just in case you guys think we're just bullshitting around for a few hours after we wake up um but yeah no yeah just definitely uh some days it's easier to wake up like usually mondays tuesday wednesdays are great but it's the thursday friday that comes it's like <laughs> fuck it's like we've been waking up and then just working from from base not working but being up from six to midnight just having your brain turned on you know it's it's uh it's it, it wears you out and then on the weekends i don't even want to see his face it's <laughs> now he's stuck on a Saturday afternoon staring at me. Yeah, and so it's like yeah. I mean, my face is thinner, so it's probably a little bit better to look at now. But he's wearing black, guys. I'm not on my face. I didn't paint my. Face. I'm not blackface. <laughs> um, but yeah, it it's just a balance, you know. It's I went from telling this fucker to leave me alone after three thirty to hey, uh, I need to talk to you real quick at midnight. You know. Yeah. It, Get, get random texts and I'm like dude I'm trying to just chill live with my lady there's no chill in this game apparently <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah getting the balance and just getting used to that because it's been solid two months now that we've been working like this mm-hmm. and so basically when I got back from training I used to love her we used to go shopping on lunchtime <laughs> go to the outlets yeah. uh, go to Nordstrom but now it's just like uh, yeah we can't do that anymore <laughs> now it's like Hey man, I'll cover Uber Eats today because I need us both at our desk. Pick what you want. Yeah. And then it's, hey man, I'll cover Uber Eats tonight too because we need to stay here and get this shit done. Yeah. Because usually uh, when he's like, and I'm like, I'm ordering cots for us so we can sleep here. That'd be nice. <laughs> Mandatory uh, Chinese nap time. Um, no, yeah, it's 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 a change that we are both adjusting to. You know, some days we just need a need a break. Yeah need a break and you take it you know i had no problem when i was running those kind of miles a day just to like every fifth day or sixth day or seventh day my body would be like nah you need a break and i would just listen to it you know now i've been listening too much and then you get back on track and get back motivated and doing the things i do because you know like this is motivating but there's no point in doing this and looking like shit you know (laughs) and so it makes it more difficult man like it getting heavier getting out of shape and everything else and then trying to push the hours you're pushing and we're pushing yeah shit that doesn't make it any easier if you were if you were healthy and lean going through what we go through on a daily basis whether that's the hours whether that's the time whether that's us traveling around doing everything we have to do yeah. if you're healthy you're going along that and doing all that it sure as shit make it's not gonna make it harder yeah that's true that's why we've been like always talking about like switching our schedules over I think it's nice that even Dane started going in later because we're working out in the morning. It's just, like, something we need to do, you know? Even, like, I don't feel as bad if we lifted weights, but we do need to do a little bit more hit training after that. Mm-hmm. I don't feel as bad if we come in for the day, work so much, and then just go home and not do shit because it's just we're so busy. It's just because, like, I don't feel as bad because we've already done a workout, you know? You, yeah. Me, I used to work out two, three times a day, so that's what my, my usual... Uh, feeling of working out it's like oh you need to work out in the morning you need to run at night or you need to run in the morning and work out at night and so it's just something that 
I'm so used to, but now I'm getting used to the fact of, uh, hey, work is kind of a priority right now, so you need to have that balance and let one go and just not let yourself go in the process, you know? And so it's just like that, that balance of, hey, maybe I shouldn't eat as much because I'm fucking not working out as much, you know? Yeah, work, Work-life play balance, man. There's a, there's a balance to it all. So we all have life tasks. We all have play time we need. We all, we all have work. Well, I mean, at least we still do right now because we didn't hit on the blackjack table or any of them slots. Yeah, I but, dropped $600 <laughs> down on black to leave and left without that money. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's like we all have it. It's just find that balance. You know, uh, David and I talk a lot about that. He helps me a lot with that because – um, the, the funny part is, is I'm starting to get a little bit better at it and like making my, making my, uh, making time to go on date nights once a week with my lady. And, you know, David's the one that's texting me during date night. Hey man, I know you're probably having fun, but I got this work question. We got this work cycle we need to confront. I need you to look at this and, you know, and just find that balance, you know, it's, it, it's important. And I'm, I trust me, I'm not, I'm not saying like. No, you should work four hour, four days a four days a week, six hours a day, so you can enjoy your life. I'm like, work your fucking ass off, so you can be in a financial position to where you can create all the things that you want to create. But also, man, it's Sunday afternoon. Put your laptop down for five hours. Nobody's coming in the office till Monday. Um, but you know, like one of the things I do when I get home sometimes is. I'll go upstairs and I'll do a half hour Peloton class on the Peloton upstairs just to get my energy levels up because I know China's calling at seven or I know that David and I have projects to work on till midnight. And so it's like, just find what works for you, man. People I like, I talk about that all the time. It's like, find what works for you and find somebody to support you and hold you accountable. Cause I promise you right now, if I walked out into the reception area and I grabbed one of them, quadruple stuffed oreos that david got me he would shit on me for the next 24 hours at least 24 hours and then he'd be talking to people about don't 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 trust dane he's got no accountability for himself that (laughs) motherfucker broke eating a goddamn oreo but you know it's like just find find out what works for you find out how you can hold yourself accountable and just find balance in it all schedule yourself out use the calendar every morning we have a joint calendar for work and part of that work is every morning that calendar goes off and it says get your ass to the gym every morning get your ass to the gym and you know just put those things in so you see them every day but you know next week or I should say this upcoming week we're going to be talking about processes we're going to have a podcast about processes and standard operating procedures because that's something that we've run into and kind of the importance of it and of course uh, we'll fill you in on all the fitness stuff and life stuff and all that other fun stuff and like i said if you guys got any questions or if you want us to get more in depth into the the personal side or business side um feel free to comment on 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 the the channels and let us know what you want to hear about Uh, if you want to talk numbers we can go over uh, scenarios and examples of numbers of things that we uh, go through daily um, but yeah like just full circle uh, Vegas was good it was a great uh, experience and pretty soon you'll probably be seeing us in a different office very very soon a different warehouse and even more gray hair 
because it's going to start being very busy very soon. But uh, yeah, Vegas is great. Um, but we took a lot back from that, like uh, with with in regards to business, business, in regard to our personal life, in re regard to fucking not being prepared when you see yourself in a mirror of how depressing that shit gets. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Everything. But your teeth broke. But you got perfect teeth, man. Never let never let that one go. I do got a, I do got a smile. That's my money maker right there. Um, yeah, that's it for me, man. Anything for you? Yeah, I mean, I just just the same, man. Recap. You you pretty much summed it all up. Is preparation is key. Holding yourself accountable. Staying focused on the task. And you know, getting out there and living your life and doing things so you can live a better and more enjoyable life. Kind of staying with that. But. Um, this is podcast number two from Two Dumb Vets. I'm going to stare at this ugly mug across from me for the next half hour or so, finishing up some work cycles, and then I'm dragging his ass to the gym. But, <laughs> all right, later, people. All right, guys.